I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I'm done this for a bit. We'll see how good we are. We just roll. That's right what back I into say it. at home at the homestead all the time. <laughs> This is episode 57, I think. Yep. A Wayne in with Travis Hartman this season two. Uh, it feels like it's been a minute. Not going to lie. Not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen. It has yes. been, but we're back, and we're back better than ever. I mean, look at us. Look we're at back us. back, and we're better than ever. I mean, come on. Bingo. I mean, come on, guys. So, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That there is Weekend Trav. Honestly, I feel like I'm blind right now. I can't see anything. So dark. These things are so good at fighting the sun. And okay. <laughs> I'm gonna keep them on. Um, so we can trav. Uh, I know we we haven't been together for a couple few weeks here, and that's fine. We've had life stuff going on, travels, Oof. and this and that, and blah blah blah. We're not gonna spend any time on that. We're gonna jump right in. Yes, sir. It's been a pretty action-packed couple weeks, and even the weeks coming are pretty action-packed, but we want to spend yes, some time at the onset of our show. We're going to talk about Manny Pacquiao, first and foremost, as he took on your Dennis Ugas. Ugas! Rather than Errol Spence Jr. because of the detached retina deal, the yep. eye, blah, blah, blah. So yep. let's talk about that fight, and uh, let me give you your thoughts overall on the way the fight led in, how it led into the fight. The aftermath, what your thoughts are in general on Manny. Yeah, I mean, originally, though, that's the thing, is Errol Spence was supposed to fight uh, Manny Pacquiao. And I think 10 days out, maybe, before the fight, Errol Spence had to call it off because he had a detached retina. So they looked at the WBA super welterweight champion, which is Ugas, and they asked him, hey, do you want to fight? Who the hell is going to say no? Of course. Fighting Manny Pacquiao on pay-per-view on the biggest stage in the world. Nobody. Massive of course payday. he said yes. Massive payday. So, but I've been slacking on my predictions because I told everybody that Ugas has the style, has everything to give Manny Pacquiao problems. And I didn't just say problems that could beat him and probably would beat him. Yeah. And everybody's watching this. Manny Pacquiao lost a decision, uh, a unanimous decision. Uh, one of the scorecards was close, 115-113, which means it was seven rounds to five. I just want to tell everybody, though, Manny Pacquiao was 42 years old, I think he was. I think he's 42. My point is, everybody, as soon as a guy that old loses, they all want to say, yeah, he's 42. They all want to say, oh, my God, father time. I'm going to tell you right now, don't take the credit away from you, Gus. It wasn't father time. Manny Pacquiao still looked like Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Of course, he wasn't the, in the prime Manny Pacquiao. I'm not saying that by no means. But that Manny Pacquiao was damn good still. Yeah. Ugas beat a damn good Manny Pacquiao. So I, I don't think that it's, it's fair to say that uh, Ugas beat a, you know, past his prime over the hill type of a Manny Pacquiao because he didn't. He beat a very, very good Manny Pacquiao. Um, but it was a style that I thought was not a good matchup for Manny Pacquiao because Ugas is tall, rangy, lanky, can box, stays outside, long arms, long reach, all of that. Gave Manny Pacquiao problems. Of course it would. It's, it's, I, just, I knew it was going to happen. And he is the regular. Um, there's a bunch of names for it. He's the WBA, like, Emiratus champion, whatever it was. Manny Pacquiao had the title, and he had to relinquish it. Yeah. And this guy got it, yeah. essentially. So Manny Pacquiao and him had a little bit of beef going in. Manny was like, he didn't win my title, which he was not wrong. He didn't. But now he did. Now he did. Now he did. So, I mean, that's a fight's over. And in and, 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 and typical fashion on what reporters do, 
is you get a fight like this. You get a fighter that's he is past his prime, still very prime, but I guess he is, yeah, past I, his I prime age wise, things like that. Yeah, he's he definitely super fast still, but not as fast. You know, not as powerful, but still yep. solid. Yep. So the typical questions first he gets peppered with. Is this it? You yep. hanging him up now? Yep. I hate that weekend travel. When, some, when, that, yep. when a fight like that occurs, and then within two minutes, that's some of the first questions. Is that going to be your last one, Manny? How do you think someone like that's going to answer? This is, my, this is my love-hate relationship with the media is, as a fighter, my dad always told me this a long, long time ago. Even when I was in the amateurs, he had, I'd lose a fight. He'd say, he goes, think about it. That night is fine. He goes, let it set in. You lost. It does suck. But after that, get over it, period. Yep. But you're emotional, and the point of that, my dad, the reason my dad says that, because there's multiple fights where I lost, and I was like, oh, I don't want to box again. I'm so emotional. I'm so mad. I worked my butt off, and I lost the fight, right? The night of the fight, especially right after the fight, you're emotional. You're an athlete. You're used yeah. to winning. Of course, Manny Pacquiao is going to be so bummed, and when people ask these questions, rapid fire, right after a tough fight, Manny Pacquiao's all beat up, got scrapes all over his eyes, and they're asking him, does he ever want to fight again? I mean, give the guy a break. Yeah. Talk about the damn yeah, yeah. fight. Talk, like, it was a good well, fight. Don't, well, the other thing is don't take away from the champ. Yes, and that's what I hate is that, again, I'm going to reiterate, it, Manny Pacquiao got beat by a better guy on Saturday night, mm. period. Don't blame Father Time. Father yeah. Time was not – it wasn't one of those fights like a Muhammad Ali fight where Muhammad Ali ended up losing, I think, to Spinks at the end. He just sat on the ropes and yeah, got peppered, yeah. right? This was not even close to that. Manny Pacquiao fought his butt. Manny Pacquiao, the first half of the fight was winning the first half of the fight. Okay, you guys pulled away towards the very end, which is noticeably understandable too because that, maybe that's why Pacquiao has lost a little bit. Yeah. But regardless, you guys won the fight. See, that's part of that's half of sports commentating and half of sports analysts a- analyzing is the what-if scenarios. And so with that, give me the what-if. What if it was Errol Spence in that ring? taking on Manny Pacquiao with two good eyes. Yeah. What, what do you think would have happened, given what we saw from Manny Pacquiao in the ring over the weekend? I mean, I, I think Errol Spence would have won that fight. And I, I almost think that Errol Spence might have finished Pacquiao, yeah. stopped him. Possibly, we don't know, so I, I can't really take that from Pacquiao because he's such a tough warrior. The only person that's really stopped him, right, is Marquez, who knocked him out cold. I don't know if uh, Spence would have done that or not. Could have easily because Spence is a big dude. I get, this I get is a the, big fight. I get the feeling it probably would have been a bit lopsided, though. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I just get oh, that yes. impression. I, th- I mean, I think so. Again, it's just that's a big what if too. But I just I want to give a lot of credit though to, to a guy like Manny Pacquiao because that dude, most fighters when a big time fighter pulls out ten days before a fight, they're though they're, they're cut it off or they'll pick or they'll pick an opponent Correct. that they know they can beat. So that's why I want to give Manny Pacquiao so much Absolutely. credit. Absolutely, that guy. You do not ever hear stories of Manny Pacquiao ducking anybody. Yeah. So. Praise the Lord for that guy. He made boxing great because he always fought the best. Yeah. This guy went up. He turned pro like 108 pounds. You I mean, give me a break. And he fought as high as 154. Yeah. The guy is a phenomenal guy. He was great for boxing. I say was, maybe is, maybe he's not going to retire yet. But if Manny Pacquiao decides to retire, Hall of Famer bar none, 100%. I think a division world champion, I mean, listen, this is uh, the way the match went down. It was pretty much a, a win-win for almost everybody involved other than Errol Spence. And, and he, can, he can't help that. And, and for all we know, and, and we talked about this in the pre-production, that I think it might still be 
somehow a domino effect of that car yep. accident, right? Yep. Um, and that that's going to be a tricky sucker to get back from. Detached uh, retina is no joke. Yeah, even with the, the advances of surgeons or of medicine and things like that, that's going to be a tough one. Yep. It that used really to is. be it used to be a hundred percent career ender, but now because of uh, our advances in modern science, yeah, they've been able to prolong guys' careers for sure but it is going to be always in the back of his mind he's all now they're going to pay very close attention to this stuff but also i want to give some credit and um i've been taking some flack for boxing being such a violent sport but boxers go through such rigorous tests before a fight that's how they found this they found this because he was going through his normal routine you have to get um a eye exam by an ophthalmologist Mm -hmm. in most states which they check for detached retinas. It wasn't like he was having issues and he went to the doctor and had him do a test. He had to do those tests yeah. to get okayed by the commission to fight. So that's what I love about boxing is we do a lot of strenuous testing, MRIs, things like that, before blood tests, all of that before we go into a fight. So the process is working. That's Thank God for that now. Like we yeah. Thank God that Errol Spence did that because he fights with a detached retina. He could permanently damaged yeah, so see, was it that it wasn't was it completely detached or was it like hanging by a thread for a lack of better i think it was part it was a partial detachment okay I think. so maybe he w- couldn't tell or, or I, I don't know i haven't read any of that stuff on like details i don't think you're gonna get details out of that camp Probably because not. that's a very very serious he's training injury. while he yeah. has that yeah 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 uh well overall fans i think won eh, well they stayed the same they were I, gonna win either way yeah i think they did so they got a good fight ugas obviously Big win there for him. Big Great. Win. Fate kind of just lined up appropriately yep. for everybody. Manny Pacquiao was able to have a good, solid fight, not get his butt kicked yep. by Errol Spence, which I'm, I'm going to say it. I think that was what was going to happen. That was going to be my prediction on that one. I do too. Um, so overall, it is a, a good deal on that one. Manny Pacquiao, any final words on him? I mean, Manny Pacquiao is a huge believer in God, and I love it. And maybe God stepped in and said, hey, I'm going to save you from Errol Spence. I'm going to put you <laughs> with you guys. Because I'm telling you. No offense, Ugas. No offense. No offense, Ugas. Ugas is not a big power guy is why I say that. I say that because he's not a big power guy. Errol Spence is a big power guy. Errol Spence is a big welterweight. Mm-hmm. So Errol Spence could have easily hurt. And don't, don't get me wrong. You look at uh, Manny Pacquiao's face after that fight. His face was pretty beat up, so Ugas did some damage. But Manny Pacquiao also did damage to Ugas. His face was pretty beat yeah. up, too. Yeah. But genuinely, styles make fights. And the style that Errol Spence has... We, Manny Pacquiao, might have dodged a small bullet. If he ends up retiring, which Manny's a very religious guy, and I think Manny, if he's smart and he goes back home and talks about this and is like, hey, you know what, maybe God, this was Manny's way of just, you don't need to end, on, end your career on a win. It doesn't happen that way sometimes. In a perfect world, yes, maybe. But maybe God saved you, bro, and maybe God was like, hey, time to I'm go not going to hurt you. president of the Philippines. That's what I see yeah. happening uh, soon. He's the congressman as well, I think. So, he's, no, he's a senator, Senator yep. Pacquiao. So you mentioned styles make fights. Um, uh, styles make fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's transition then to the most stylish boxer in the game right now with the sweet haircut, the sweet comb-over haircut, and we're talking about none other than Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. It didn't work last time, by the way. The algorithm, it was on to us. I know. But anyways, that's this weekend weekend draft. We haven't talked too much about it. Uh, Jake Paul taking on Tyrone Woodley. We talked some, but I don't think it's gotten as much attraction and media attention as he did when he fought Askren, right? So now, I I don't know. Maybe that's just me and and my sampling of of the sports media world. But that's coming up this Sunday. Sunday, August 29th, Showtime Sports. 
we're stepping up here. I think that is your sampling of stuff because this has been big because Showtime has been doing an all-access documentary style of this fight. And they've had, I think, I know they've had one episode. I think the second episode just released. It goes inside the camp of Tyrone Woodley. It goes inside the camp of Jake Paul. It's been great, man. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't they seen... They sell fights. I haven't seen the same amount of fervor online from the, uh, the fans, the, the MMA fans versus boxing fans, which I hate that because that's how, that's how the, the first one was, or the Askren fight was. I, I haven't really gotten that same rumbling feeling. Like every day, like, oh, I wonder what dummy is going to say something to us now. Yeah. Some MMA, UFC, MMA, UFC versus Which boxing. Which don't get us wrong. We, we love all combat sports. We were just, this, is, this is a boxing podcast because this is I, the number one, back to number one. Back to number one. Beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically in a boxing gym. Did I get that in yes. wrong order? No. Right, right order? You can do whatever you want. Shot on a Sunday or Monday, today Sunday. Did I miss one? In the world. In the world. In the world. In the world. We're a little rusty, folks, as you can tell. We're a little rusty. But his glasses are awesome. Tell me, his, tell me the glasses aren't awesome. They Please, are awesome. Like, you want to know why? The, you want to know my you know inspiration what, here? What's your inspiration? The inspiration for these shades in particular. So the on-again, off-again relationship with my guy, Aaron Rodgers, and my team, yeah, the Green Bay that's Packers. Right, that's right. And that's he right. waltzes up day one of, of a training camp with these shades, these specific ones, because, you know, he sent them to me, you know, uh, because you guys have a tight relationship. I had to pay for shipping, but, okay. you know. And he had an office shirt on, the office shirt. I don't have that because I don't watch The Office. But it's just money. These glasses are money. Let's get our steel right here. B let's, let's get our steel. Right money. This is our, that's the cover right there. That's the They're cover. They're like sweating that's that the cover one. Right there. Okay. Beautiful. So we're no, talking. you're wearing black, so that's going to throw the well, algorithm off. Because it's hot as crazy. <sighs> it's going to mean we hot. like, but the fans like the sweat stains. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Guys. Tell me you love B-Money sweat stains. Tell me you love them. Can't I, see them today. I love them. But I will tell you, it is a sweltering 116 degrees in this gym. It is. I, I think we got 1.6 thousand views because of your sweat stains. Possibly. Possibly. That's money sweat. Let's go back to B-Money. Let's go back to someone else. Money. Jake Paul. Let's talk about Jake this. Jake Paul. Literally, we haven't given it a lot of love. And honestly, B-Money doesn't like talking about Jake Paul, which is fine. But this kid's, I'm telling you, this kid, he is money. B-Money. Jake Paul is J Money. This kid is literally farting rainbows. I'll give him that. Okay, yeah. this kid knows how to make money. You know me. I'm never gonna he hate someone's hustle. To I'm sell. not gonna hate someone making money. Good financial for him. advisor over here, B Money. Like he's not hating on that for sure. Um, so yeah, dude, B Money. I've been watching the camps, and, and like usual, man, I tell this to my. Hold on, I can't see in these glasses. I tell this to my sure pour this right. my fighters that I train and that train with me that. Jake Paul takes it serious, man. He's four or five years now of training. And he's only had three pro fights. Is he 3-0? I think he's 3-0. Yeah. And the dude trains his butt off. You watch the camp, he's training his butt off. He has real professional boxers that are giving their take on him. And they're like, dude, I, most people want me to be – I've been a pro boxer for 17 years, 16, 17 years. Amateur, 14. I've been doing it my whole life. Literally 30-plus years of boxing. And everybody wants me to be so offended by Jake Paul. I'm not. And I'll tell you why. Watch Showtime's All Access. Watch the guy train. 
Watch this guy trade. He's got BJ Flores as coach. He's got a couple assistant coaches that are pro boxers like Jay Leon Love. Yep. He's got a legit camp around him, and the guy knows how to train because of those guys. Yep. BJ Flores is a world title contender. I mean, the guy had a phenomenal amateur career. I think he won a couple world championships in the amateurs even, and then contended for a couple titles. Never won them as a pro, but the guy knows boxing. That's the thing. See, you and I, we've said this before. You and I both know people that shouldn't be boxing as professionals they There's probably lots. should never have been professional boxers but they are yeah and no one is going to you know give them hell about it it's just different because of the platform it's different yeah. because of the guy the yeah. style the character and it's the whole old guard versus new guard situation that's the same with anything you know i look i take take into like my my world my, my business world right people hate the fact that some millennials things like that have made a ton of money real quick because it's not the traditional way of doing it yeah. And you get a lot of old analysts and old commentators on TV and things like that. Yep. Ripping those kind of strategies apart because, yes, they are very aggressive and also temporary. But they hate the fact that some, some people figured it out. Yep. And possibly got out at the right times, too. They hate that. So they're going to poo-poo it. Here, here's, this is exactly what I would tell Jake Paul, too. And this is what I tell a lot of people that get a lot of hate. I go, listen, nobody hates average people. Okay? Hmm. They don't. If you're doing something in life, and you, if you're to the point to where you have haters at the level that yeah. Jake Paul does, guess what? He's doing something right Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Whether you like it or not, I personally, his, you know what? I feel like he's gotten a little better though. I really do. I feel like he's got some really good mentorship from BJ Flores and some of those guys. I feel like it's humbled him a little bit for sure. A little bit. Boxing, be, boxing might, has an opportunity might be some to humble you. There might be some language in a Showtime contract too that might help. Maybe, Iron maybe. That out some. But my point is that he has toned back a little bit. I was not a Jake Paul fan before he was a boxer. I was not the YouTuber Disney Jake Paul fan. I wasn't. I didn't even know who the hell he was. I didn't even know he was on Disney. Exactly. Yeah. He's. It's funny because he's. <laughs> I only he makes fun of himself, so yeah, I appreciate yes, that. The only reason I know that he was on Disney is because they were in the press conference with Tyrone Woodley, and <laughs> and Jake Paul was like just talking such smack, and he's like. Because everybody, Jake Paul wants to be known as a professional boxer. Sure. He does. He goes yeah. by that. He does like, I'm not a YouTuber. I'm not a Disney star. And he goes, and he told Darren Woodley, he goes, this is, he goes, make sure when I beat you, you don't tell them that, you know, it was a Disney star and this YouTuber. He's like, I'm a professional boxer and I, I'm going to beat you. Yeah. So he is, man, whether we like it or not, he is an actual certified registered mm -hmm. professional boxer. Mm -hmm. Whether I think he deserves that or not, he's there. He has it. It's not up to me. It's up to the athletic commissions to allow that, yeah. and they have. He's a professional boxer. Give the kid his credit if yeah. he beats Tyrone Woodley. Yeah. I think, uh, I think another reason why he's taking this a little bit more seriously, or at least it seems like that, is because this is going to be a tough test. I don't, this, is not, this is not a Ben Askren walk-through opponent here, okay? Tyrone Woodley, yes, not a professional boxer, UFC fighter by trade, wrestler mainly by trade. I didn't know he was a Missouri guy, by the way. Missouri guy, but he has is. he has stand-up training, so he's not going to be a slouch in the ring. And I'm not talking about training as in the past couple of months. He's been he's he's trained striking before. He's not yeah. he's not dumb in there. He's they know. People knew when Ben Askren was coming in, like, oh my gosh, come on, a everyone has a puncher's chance, but he, he can't take him down to the ground. They're not saying that with Woodley. So this is going to be an interesting fight. We're not going to give a prediction now because I'm going to hold you to a prediction video get, I will, I will at do the it. end of this week. I will week. do it. Um, so that'll be uh, pretty interesting. And an entertaining card. When you look top to bottom on this Showtime card, it's very good. It's very good. I would say I, I, I would put my money in to watch this on a Sunday. But we might be filming 
on a Sunday. Ooh, ooh, we might, maybe we'll do a live. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a live. So, so we can travel. I, I almost want to kind of pivot from this because we're going to give a specific video straight to it. So we want to pivot. Plus, I feel what little more, little more Jake Paul Woodley love okay. because I want to get into it is because I think that I'm not going to give my full prediction, but I think that Tyrone Woodley let his ego get in the way of himself right now mm. by fighting Jake Paul. I think that Tyrone Woodley is a decorated UFC guy. Well, he's a world champion. He was a world champion, no? I will dis- yeah, he was. Okay. I will disagree with that. I think this is the fight that he needed. He was I don't I don't believe he was with the UFC. He was out no, of contract. His contract yeah, his contract expired. He had nothing else. I know, but 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 he wiggled to his credit, he wiggled himself into this. Yes, and that's why I think his ego got in the way because I know that it's a big money fight for him. And I think being a former UFC guy, world champion, I think you can make good money doing a lot of other things that has stuff to do with it. Not competing. He's, what is he, 37? But here's the thing. 37, I will, right? I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Yeah, you can find other promotions that are willing to pay you more or this or that. Not like this. Not this one you're, time. But you're disagreeing with me for right now. But after Sunday, when he is on a meme for getting well, knocked out. Care. Oh, I don't care about that. That's what I think is going to be the problem. That's why I oh. say his ego got in the way. Is money-wise, you're the financial advisor. So that's your take. Money-wise, this was the smartest business movie he could have made true. Well, here's what I'll but say. But also, maybe not. Well, here's what if he gets knocked say. out like Van Askren? Here, here's what I'll say. How, uh, how, expensive is, how expensive is your ego? I mean, let's be honest. Put, it, he, he obviously looked at the situation and said, ain't that important. My ego doesn't matter. It's true. I'm going to put myself out there. He, ha- he, knows, he knows certainly that the risk of being knocked out by a, not a YouTuber and not a Disney guy, okay? He knows the risk. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out some Missouri roots here because I really didn't know that Tyron Woodley was literally from Missouri. He's from Missouri. Went to born and raised there, lived there, everything, right? So I think this is what Tyron Woodley's thinking in his head. Tyron Woodley is like, listen, everybody tells me how good Jake Paul is. He goes, but I want them to show me. And you know, what, you know what's fun about that? Show me it's called the show me state. So Tyron Woodley, thank you. Because I want you to bring out the best Jake Paul for everybody to see. And if not, I don't mind Tyron Woodley. If Tyron Woodley beats Jake Paul, it, it, Jake Paul's done. You know what I mean? Like he, he knows that Jake Paul knows that he is literally one loss away yeah. from losing his whole, all the boxing hype. If he loses to a Tyron Woodley, it's going to be extremely, well, extremely difficult for same, him to carry same on. Same risk that he carried into the prior fight, yep. too. I think, yep. but in my opinion, the prior fight would have been worse. Oh, yeah. This one, even if Jake Paul loses, it, there will be some uh, argument for why. As the boxing world goes, oh, no, it they'll, won't matter. They'll, they'll That's turn the what back I mean. on them. Yeah, it absolutely. They're gonna, the, you'll, you'll stop seeing the pro boxers comment positively about Jake Paul. Hold they're going to say, earn it the right way. I'm looking up famous people from Missouri. and There's a lot. You want me to give you some? I'll give you a lot. You want to give some? I got a... Uh, Walt Disney. He's from there. John Goodman. Oh, nice. There's I a got, lot, bro. Um, There's a lot. I, I can give them to you. You got Nelly. Nelly's from St. Louis, Missouri. Eminem was born in St. Joe, Missouri. What else you want me to get? Brad Pitt, Springfield, Missouri. I'll give you some major stars. Cedric I know the Entertainer. Yep, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Dude, Walt Disney was raised in Missouri. Marceline, Missouri. Hold Walt Disney. Hold on. We're I'm here still, in Orlando, Florida. Mark Twain. Walt Disney. Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Yeah, 
dude, there's, I'm telling Chuck you. Chuck Berry. I didn't know Chuck that one. Chuck Berry. This is good. John well, Hamm, John Hamm, Mad Men. Love that guy. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, there, there's a famous, um, Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. Yeah. But, See, I know my I, stuff, I don't man. Know, I didn't know my, my, my listeners and viewers, our viewers were going to understand who that is. No, they probably won't. They probably don't. That's when the news was the news and not the so opinions. It yeah. It's not when you turn on the TV to get someone's opinion. Uh, that's get off their a, that's soapbox. a different topic. Uh, a lot of good people from Missouri is my point. Is there's a lot of famous people that people don't realize are from Missouri, and Weekend Trav well, is they born and raised in why'd Missouri. They, why'd they get out though? They I don't know. <laughs> Who said they got out? I don't know. Who said they don't still live there? Uh, I'm pretty sure Woodley. You don't talk about Eminem from St. Joe's. You talk about him from Detroit. Well, because well, that's why I said Eminem was a, he's a Eminem was born in St. Joe, Missouri, but he was raised in Detroit, Michigan. He moved up. They, his mom Cheryl moved up Crow. like a six months. Cheryl Crow. <clears throat> Scott Bakula. I don't know who that is. Scott Bakula. Who's Scott Bakula? From Quantum Leap. I don't know who that is. The old 80s show. I don't know who that Gosh, is. Darn it. <laughs> okay, I'm digging. There's another guy that's a, he's a, he's a friend of Will Ferrell's. Oh my gosh, what is his name? We got George Washington Carver, the peanut guy. What? He's from Missouri? It says so Are here. you sure? Google, the all, all-knowing yeah, source of we information. We know how awesome Google okay, is. Okay, listen. Derail. <laughs> 100%. Jake yeah. Paul. Jake Paul. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't done this in a while. We're a little off track, a little off base. Um, so Jake normal Paul, for us, though. I know, but I want to pivot okay. finally because I feel pivot, almost bad that we pivot, gave more airtime to Jake pivot. Paul than Manny Pacquiao, but, you know, what, it is what it is. I don't know if we did. I think we made it back out a lot. So we got Jake Paul taking on former UFC champ Tyron Woodley. August 29th, pay-per-view. Let's talk, though, about an event from this past weekend. Uh, It was a UFC uh, event. And this is going to be what we have dubbed the money shot. Of the week. Um, and it's a good one. And it's a good one, guys. You, you actually shot all of that out, huh? That's what she said. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, depending on if uh, this is taken off the air or not, we're not sure. Uh, but Could be. But we're going to see a highlight clip here. Ignacio Bahamandes taking Bahamandes. on Roosevelt Roberts. We can Trav. There were about five seconds left in this fight. What? Phenomenal. Bahamandes comes up with a spinning wheel kick. Uh-oh. Roosevelt Roberts was looking to check it in the body, did not check it in the right spot, slapped him in the face with a damn kick, lights out. Five a knockout candidate of the year. It easily is. Yep. Yep. Easily is. And that's 50K in his pocket, by the way. That was knockout Foot of the night. Foot to the face, he went. Hey, what's that? Night, so, night. So UFC money, that's big. Boxing money, that's not big. So, so uh, uh, Bahamondes got the $50,000 uh, knockout of the night. They're only doing 50 grand. Yeah, I know. That's like just... That's come this, on, come on, Dana. That's this money that, that some boxers get just for signing their name on a piece of paper. Yeah, I, I know that you have me blocked on Twitter, Dana, but come on, man. Come let's on, man. Let's do the knockout, like the knockout of the night. Like, let's, let's up the stakes. Hey, let's guess do what? like 200 I, Hey, guess what? We're showing it again, if I remember to put it on there again on the edit. Look at that kick. Phenomenal kick. So don't say, I don't want anyone commenting saying, oh, you guys hate MMA and UFC and all this stuff. No, we don't. No, we don't. You know what? Also, we're going to give him another love. Yeah. We're going to give some more love. Because you know what? Money shot of the week was a UFC fight. And now... Who's going to be the Beardsman of the week? Beardsman of the week? Friend of mine. His name is Alex Nicholson. Coming from Apopka, Florida here. Alex Nicholson. What up, A. Nicholson? You Beardsman. The Spartan. You got the video, or the Beardsman? picture right here. Actually, the reason why, number one, the beard is really money. 
He I has mean, a great beard. He always has. We used to talk beards in the mornings. Lumberjack beard you know, is on point. We would do some training together. Actually, he would train me in the mornings uh, a few years back. And guy always had a money beard. We always talked about some details on the beard and how we're putting product in. What is that doesn't sound very manly, I know, but uh, guy's a manly. You dude. said it. I didn't say it. Good father, uh, fatherly guy too. I know his family. They're good people. Anyways, I digress. Alex Nicholson's actually taking on Bigfoot Silva here on September 11th. On a BKS box. That's a bare knuckle for, boxing. Uh, for no, Gamebred Fighting Championship. Oh, it's not BK. Oh, okay, I thought it was. Mm-mm. My bad. So, My bad. I think that might be a. He might at some point do that, but this is September 11th. You know. Ooh, important date, oh, an important very, date in our history. Yeah. If the media allows us to celebrate it, still I don't know. Alex Nicholson, the it's Spartan, a year, right? guy's 20, a good 20, dude. 20, 20. So there are there's a lot of haters out there for him too. But if you know him personally, you know who he is. You say, man, that guy's quality dude. I don't, I don't know Alex personally. Don't, don't always trust the don't always trust social media and the internet. You know you got to get down to know the person. Wait a minute, you're telling me that I can't trust the blogger on Google? Who's telling me that Alex Nicholson's a piece of garbage? Don't You're just, telling me that I can't trust that guy? Don't trust him. Oh, my God. My head's exploding only, right now. Who only, else are you supposed to trust? Only trust the fact checkers. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, that's the Beardsman of the Week. Look at that. That's a lot of mixed martial arts love. Not Yo, just boxing. guys, we, we listen. We give love to combat sports. We give love when love is deserved. We're, we're giving credit when credit is due. His beard, phenomenal. And you know what? Come in a few weeks, we're going to be giving a lot more love right here. Packer suck. See, that wasn't love, folks. That was not love. Um, I really don't hate the Packers that much. No, no, because it's hard to hate someone that just... <laughs> I love B-Money yeah. more than I hate the Packers. Okay, it's like a... You like that? You like it's that? It's like a science uh, equation of relativity thing. Let me think here. Love me. What do you, mo- get? What do you get? Give me, your, give me the financial advisor. Risk financial advisor. We're talking Amador. Double barrel bourbon, right? Mm-hmm. I got this thinking, oh, man, we're going to enjoy this. Not knowing we've done it before. We've enjoyed it so that's before. Where, after 57 weeks, and yes, we don't do a new one every week. Uh, we have some leftovers. We have, we what, some, we do some, what do we call them? The I reruns forgot. or Rerun, whatever. I don't know. I forgot. I, I, I texted it to you. Yeah, you Let did. Look. So anyways, okay. so I got this. And uh, I'll be curious to see if I go back into our past Rewind. Weeks, rewind. The rewind. Usually we do a rewind here and there, but I said, no, Weekend Trav, it's been a little while. Yep, he did. It's he been, did say it's this. It's been a, a couple few weeks since we've sat down together because life is an interesting uh, uh, lover of <sighs> it ours. Is, it is. And so anyways, life I got this curveballs. thinking, man, this looks pretty good because I picked up another bottle. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. That's from Australia. I don't want that one. Uh, you know, because because like, like their neighbor in New Zealand, when one person got the big C, they shut the whole country down again. It's just stupid. Yes, they um, did. So Amador, we've done it before. I believe that this is that one where Charles Woodson. He lives in Lake Nona. I believe this is his favorite drink. I was at ABC and they told me that. You mean this Charles Woodson? That the the Oakland Raiders. Charles well, he, Woodson. Yeah, he won a he won a Super okay. Bowl here. Well, then that's the guy. That guy. But he, awesome Hall of Famer dude. Yes, lives in Lake Nona and. Yep. ABC Liquors told me, they're like, hey, you could try this. He, he comes in here all the time. Every, every time we get it, he goes, he usually buys it out. So I wanted to try it. And well, Good luck because I took the last bottle off the shelf. Well, because he probably bought the rest, the 20 other Because he's like, I'm going to leave this for somebody. It's good. I told you it's I liked good. it. I had I, The only reason I don't keep very many of our yeah. ones that we have, I had the empty bottle of this one. B-Money brought it out. I go, 
I'm pretty sure that I have that because it was one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, you know what we should do? We should rate this, and then I I've already forgotten what, I know. <laughs> what my rating was. <laughs> That's what I mean. But I think I'm going to give it a go. Okay, so let's do this again. Amador Double Barrel. We always rank these 0 to 10 boxing gloves. We average them out. So we can travel. What is your rating here? I think it's going to be higher than normal. I'm going to go 7.3. 7.3. And for all those just tuning in for the first time ever, we don't have, I think we've never had above a 7.3 rating. We usually don't rate them too high. They're usually... So to get a good... Seven is a good rating for us. Listen, here's, here's my philosophy. We're very strict. Here's my philosophy on rating anything, okay? It's if you start rating things eights, nines, ten, you have nowhere to go. Okay, so if uh, I think it's the old Dave Portnoy, the barstool sports guy with the pizza thing, he can't rate he can't rate a pizza ten because then you can't go any higher, right? So to me, anything above a six is pretty darn good. Five is very very mediocre and average, and then below five is is dog pee. Speaking of Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports is doing betting for this Jake Paul. They're like on board. They're like a hundred percent on board. Jake Paul, like they're throwing a full on everything advertising at Jake Paul for Showtime. Like, Dave Portnoy is all about Jake Paul. He's been a bunch of the press conferences. They're like a major sponsor of it as well. Mm. So, Jake Paul, Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports. I met one of those guys. I met uh, Caleb uh, when he was in town for some Hooters thing. We just, like, ran into him at Hooters. I got a couple Hooters. Uh, Well, yeah. Anyways. So, uh, you gave 7.3 Amador double barrel. I'm going to give that a 7.0, which brings us... To seven point one five. Yes. You? I was gonna say one two five, but that's not Jeez, right. Man. <laughs> I was hey, I was close. Okay. I'm not trying to be the best at addition and averaging and dividing hmm. and whatever else. Well, I knew I had to add something to the show. Uh, you see what you did. But I didn't want to take <laughs> anything away. Adding and subtract from the show. No. Listen, you're going to be a father soon. You have to get, start getting to the, the dad jokes, okay? I mean, Irina already does it. She's, she's the queen of dad jokes. Hmm. Well, she's mean, the queen of dad jokes. You mean, you mean the mom? I don't think you can see it because of the light. But. It's so funny. Listen, to this. she's such a queen of dad jokes that I was golfing this weekend with some good friends. Yep. And uh, we were, it was me and another guy against it. It was playing teams against teams, right, at Scramble. And they were beating us by a lot, like five holes, right? And then we start coming back. We brought it down to like three, and he, one of the guys is like, hey, you're chipping away at our lead. <laughs> really funny, right? Irina, I told her the story. She immediately goes, uh, it's so, she's, so, she's so quick-witted with that stuff. She was like, oh, yeah, you sure are. Putter there, buddy. Putter there. I got it. <laughs> I got it's it. so stupid that I laughed, though. It was, I look, but... I'm gonna give her a little bit of credit, and she probably won't know. But I'm gonna, no, I just watch. I roll my eyes. She doesn't watch when she does this. I roll my eyes. But then I was thought the story was funny enough that I talked about it now. But I don't want her to know that for sure. I just rolled my eyes at most of her stuff. But it was kind of funny. She, she just like mine. They don't watch. They don't listen. So we could almost say anything we want. This is a good venting session, actually. <laughs> it's cheap therapy. Cheap therapy. That's what we should end the podcast. Cheaper cheap than therapy. therapy. Oh. <laughs> okay, we might get to That's something. That's the episode name. Okay. Cheaper than therapy. Cheaper than, hold on a second. <laughs> it's hard to see in these glasses. Cheaper. I don't know why you still have them on, but I appreciate the, I appreciate the effort that you're just, you're going through it. You know what? 
Put them on. Go ahead and keep talking because I'm going to do our social media. Yeah. Where'd he go? Oh, my God. All right. But Um, for social media, you keep talking. I'm going to do social media right now. All right. So we have a couple announcements, and then we'll wrap up the show today. I know we've been all over the place. Once again, we're a little out of practice. We have a little bit of boxy still to talk. Yeah. So, yeah. This is the announcement side of things. So we wanted to make mention of the fact that we have coming up here on September 25th, Anthony Joshua. Hi. Okay. I can't even see that. Yeah, I did a flash. Well, maybe because it's... Take your glasses off and you could see it. Oh, my gosh. That looks ridiculous. <laughs> Anthony Joshua, September 25th, uh, 20, 25th yep. against... You- Alexander Usyk. Yeah. Which is a great fight, it's by a, the way. Yeah, I think that's a sneaky fight for Anthony it Joshua. Is. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Usyk holding up his hands at the end of that one. Man, that's going to be good because that's a big one because... Originally, Anthony Joshua was going to fight Tyson Fury, and then Deontay yeah. Wilder stepped in and said, oh, no, we're going to fight. So D- Tyson Fury is fighting in October against Deontay Wilder in the trilogy. Anthony Joshua is fighting and- Alexander Usyk. The winner of that will fight in 2022 Maybe. is my prediction. It's my prediction, and it's going to happen. In 2022, as long as Anthony Joshua beats Usyk and Tyson Fury beats Gosh. Deontay Wilder, that fight's going to happen. Watch, watch what happens. Usyk wins. And then frickin' Wilder catches, catches Fury don't and say wins. That. Please don't say that. Don't say that. I wanted to see the battle for the British Isles, the battle for England's heart. And we got our heart pulled out of our chest a couple yeah. months ago. Anyway, so that's coming up September 25th. November 6th finally seems to be happening. It does. The contracts are signed. Canelo Alvarez taking on Caleb Plant. Caleb Sweethands Plant. I told you... And a lot of people on our show that it, the fight fell through a couple different times, and I was like, I think it's negotiation ploys because this fight, oh, sure. I think, is going to happen. Yeah. And it ended up happening. And the reason why I thought it was going to happen is because Caleb Plant's not stupid. He's getting his biggest payday by far yep. of his entire career. This kid's going to be guaranteed $10 million for sure and probably make – Upwards of twenty or thirty million for this fight, so he's not gonna let that fight go. No, I knew he wasn't. No, and because I think genuinely Canelo, I don't know how much longer Canelo really has, because not because of his talent, because of his want to. Like this kid's also talking about Pacquiao. I think I think a guy like Canelo Alvarez has always fought everybody too. Yeah, I do. I, I don't I think agree. he ever ducks people. I, I, I think you're right. I think eventually it's more of why why am I coming out here? Yeah. I'm the richest guy. You know, I think Canelo it's, maybe. But it's not only money. It's also like you've done everything. Yeah. He's lost one fight his whole career. You've done it was it to Mayweather. Yeah. You done, and that was when you were just starting to, to be who you were. He was are. like 24 years old. And Mayweather was, he had already peaked, but he was on the downside, but he was still very, not very good. Not much. He was like 36. I think Mayweather was like 36 when mm-hmm. that fight happened. Yeah. This fight's been a while ago. We can travel. Listen, I'm 39 now, and I feel every day. Of 39. <laughs> okay. I was going to give you some credit and say the opposite because I am 38 and I don't feel it at all. We can Trev. Every morning I get out of bed, I question to my body, okay, <laughs> how long are you going to be in pain this morning as I start moving? Like my lower back, everything. Okay, I go to the gym four, uh, five to six days a week. I lift and I do, I do things people shouldn't probably be doing. That's fine. But I wake up every morning like, did I swing a sledgehammer all day yesterday? <laughs> and then I question my body. I'm like, is it going to be a minute? Is it just going to be all day where I'm going to feel like <laughs> hell? I don't know. 
I don't know, right now I feel okay. Like my sciatic nerve doesn't hurt, my hip's okay. But I guarantee when I wake up tomorrow morning, it's gonna be like, man, did Weekend Trav punch you in the back? Because he's a he dirty, dirty fuck. I am okay. no, no such No, we're actually thing. watching your HBO fight, which is on YouTube. Link is going to be below. The full HBO pay-per-view fight is, yeah. Or are you taking on Piaz Jr.? So yep. we, have, we have access to that. We're going to put the link below. If you are a follower of this show, and you should be, and you should be subscribing, and if you're not, I don't know what to say anymore because it's been over a year. We've, we've talked about him showing up to punch you in the stomach. That's... You know how many people's doors that I've shut up on and punched in the face? I can't do it anymore, You've got guys. like at least 10 subscribers I out of that. I cannot do it anymore. Literally, I am just, I'm too busy to come to your house, knock on your door, and punch you in the face for not subscribing. That's because right. Because I would like to knock on somebody's door and punch them in the face as well. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Maybe I That's will. That's an inside story. I don't know. That could be me. <laughs> um, so we can trap. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao. Who else do we miss? Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez. Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. Tyson Fury. Yep. America. America. So uh, with that, please subscribe below. Give us a thumb up. Give it, I've been saying this quite a bit. Give us a thumb up. Give us a flip off. We don't care I don't anymore. Think that's a button. Just show us attention. Yeah. We need attention. By the way. Show us attention. I'm going to come out. Here, here's a soapbox for me. If you're going to come at us with disrespectful comments, just know. Just know. We, we welcome them, number one. Number two, I don't remove them. He doesn't remove them. You two, if they think you're being an a-hole, they're going to remove them. Know this. Look at the YouTube standards because we can honestly say we have never one time ever deleted a comment, no. good or bad. No. And I've never done that on my Facebook really no. either. Good or bad. Instagram, same thing. We have never deleted comments. But listen, in fact, I've, I've if, responded to a lot of negative ones. If you want to be a jerk and you want to try me for something, me personally, you want to try him for him personally, things like that, check yourself, look in the mirror. This is a new B money. After the weekend I had a couple weekends ago, I'm not all about that life no more. I think those glasses have, have changed you. Because now we're both going to show up and I'm going to now punch you in the stomach. And you, <laughs> you don't want that. He's the lefty, I'm the righty. You don't We're want, coming at you both ways. You don't want this. I was going to say you don't want this sauce right after you said coming at him both, both ways. <laughs> you stopped really quick, too. Please subscribe below. Um, <laughs> or don't. I'm not going to mention our media partners at this point. Because this is embarrassing. I'm our just, media partners might be embarrassed for I'm us. I'm wildly embarrassed for myself. Um, so <laughs> I'm just going to end it. That there is Weekend Trav. That there's B-Money. AKA producer, AKA happy belated birthday, B Money. Thank you, and God bless.